to today at the G1 Climax Final. It's the last one, night 20. The last night of the G1 Climax. It's been such a long journey. 19 episodes of this in like 5 to 10 minute chunks. Um, and this was a long, long day. <laughs> it was a long show. But it started off nicely. Chaos absolutely hammered House of Torture. I mean, it was like six minutes long, and they just beat the snot out of them for six minutes. They didn't have an answer for them, and kind of puts to rest House of Torture after going after those never six-man six tag team championships again. Um, House of Torture appeared to be done. They had a terrible G1 climax because Evil didn't get anywhere. Um, they have no tag team matches on the horizon. Yeah, something needs to happen with them. But Chaos, on to strength after strength, and all, all of their guys won today. <laughs> all of them that wrestled, and some that didn't. <laughs> TMDK, Badu Tito, and Jonah defeated Team Filthy, Royce Isaacs, and Tom Lawler in a fun little tag team match. Jonah got a pin on um, Royce Isaacs with the splash off the top. And it was loads of fun, and both teams really enjoyed it, and they shook hands at the end. Because they both really got over on this tour, and they did an incredible job of getting themselves out there and getting themselves known. Uh, the fans love Tom Lawler. The fans love Tito and Jonah and Royce Isaacs. So Team Filthy and TMDK go out of this tournament on a high, which was nice to see. Um, sorry about that. We appear to have had a bit of a technical issue there with the MIDI files. <laughs> It. Uh, let's see what was next. Ah, uh, yes, Bad Luck Farley, uh, Chase Owens, and Juice Robinson lost to United Empire. Aaron Henry, Great O'Connor, Jeff Cobb. When I believe Juice Robinson took a tour of the islands, um, kind of like putting in there the argument between Great O'Connor and Jeff Cobb against Bad Luck Farley and Chase Owens, who like who's the number one contenders to, of course, FTR's WGP Tag Team Championships. We'll have to see. We're not even sure if FDR can come for World Tag League in November, but it would be nice to see if them. It would be cool, but we'll see. I did like Chris Charlton saying, we don't know if they'd be able to give up a month. You could literally take FDR off for a month and they would no one to notice. They've got so much going on in AEW at the minute. Anyway, so yeah, that kind of sets up things for down the line. Suzuki Gun, Lance Archer, Taichi, and Zack Sabre Jr. had a heated affair against Bushy, Snyder, and Shingo Takagi. Zack Sabre Jr., um really uh well it wasn't Zach Shebb Jr. was it? It was um Tetsuya Nato, Takagi was later. Yeah, swap that out. That was wrong. This is Cage Match getting the matches wrong. It was Tetsuya Nato against Zach Sabre Jr. Taichi and Lance Archer. Um Suzuki Gun won when Taichi managed to get a pin on Bushi. But this was a bad tempered affair with Zach cannot stand Nato after Nato snuck a pin on him. Knocking him out of the G1 and not allowing him to the final. Um and this was a fun match in that particular sense. It was uh, it was intriguing to see how they were going to go about it. And I think they'd probably set up Zack and Nato for a long-term run. Maybe not to Wrestle Kingdom, but certainly I would think to um, uh, Royal Quest 2. Um, as that's a two-night affair. But we'll see. Um, but yeah, very cool. I enjoyed that match. Battle Phantasma and Kento went up against Los Ignorables de Japón. Hiromu Takahashi and Shingo Takagi. And Phantasmo got another win when he punched Shingo Takagi in the dick. Basically, low blow wins the match for them. But it was a fun little match up until then. 
Um, and kind of like, again, it's the King of Pro Wrestling Championship that's going to kind of settle between Shingo and El Fantasmo. That's the next challenger you would think for him. Um, but yeah, fun. It was cool. Uh, David Finley and Hiroshi Tanahashi went up against the Good Brothers, Doc Gallows and Carl Anderson. And Hiroshi Tanahashi got a pinfall victory over your Impact Tag Teams and Never Openweight Champion, Doc Gallows. Not so Doc Gallows, Carl Anderson, that'd be even right. This was a great tag team match, as you would expect with one great tag team and two guys who know how to tag team really well. Um, but it was they had a bit of help because Doc Gallows was distracted by Taro Yano, who snuck down to ringside and kept spraying water at Gallows until he gave drew enough attention away for Hiroshi Tanahashi and Dave Finley to capitalize. Finley hitting a stunner and then Tanahashi finishing him off with Live Fly Flow. Just good fun wrestling, and that's an interesting feud for Doc Gallows and Carl Anderson as they go back to the States. So maybe Tanahashi and Tariano will go back with them and challenge for those Impact Tag Team titles. Or maybe Doc Gallows will have to wrestle for that um, Never Open Weight Championship. The semi-main event, Kushida and Tama Tonga beat Jay White and Taiji Ishimori when Kushida got a small package pinfall victory over Taiji Ishimori. Um, Ishimori was irate and got the bone lock on Kushida, which he managed to reverse in the post-match beatdown after Tama Tonga saved him. Tama Tonga grabbed up the belt because he has a title shot in line against Jay White. Now, I don't think we're going to see Jay White at the <laughs> Jay White, Tama Tonga at the main event of Wrestle Kingdom, but it surely would give him a chance to showcase this unique main event talent he has, and he's so over right now. You wouldn't believe. And... Um, Jay White is such a heat magnet, and they work together perfectly. But there we go. Main event was Kazichika Okada versus Will Ospreay for the Grade 1 Climax Championship and the final of the tournament. It went over half an hour. You'll know that I'm not a particular fan of Will Ospreay. Uh, <laughs> um, but this match was great. It did have all the twists and turns that you expected it to do, and I got into it towards the end because I wanted Ospreay to lose so badly. And therefore... Okada had me rooting for him. The, the 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 bits at the end that really drew me in was Osprey uh, kicking out the first Rainmaker, just because it was it was visceral, and he knew that something different was going on, and that made me think. And then when he eventually managed to get the Cobra Flosion on, I knew he was home. He was gonna win, and that was just such a sense of relief for me. Um, and that was really well, the way my timeline reacted. Because there's quite a few Osprey fans on my timeline, but the majority of them were just like, "Oh, thank God," <laughs> which is not really what you meant. You meant for main event for your G1. It kind of spoiled the fun of the work of watching this tournament for a month, when Osprey really kind of only snuck in the back door in the last week, and then also he lost to Shingo Takagi, and he lost to Will Osprey, to David Finley, and he lost to Yoshihashi. You know, guys he regularly beats and then end up in the final with a card. And it's like, how did that happen? Huh? So, yeah, it was it was a bit weird. And the match itself was fine. I think everyone needs to stop too heavily on the callbacks because this was entirely callbacks, which is essentially what Kenny Omega did like when he won the tournament a few years back. And it's like, well, you've really not got an original bone in your body then, have you? Well, so sort that out for us. Um, but the actual contest itself was exceptionally good, and as you'd expect from both of these wrestlers, really, I suppose. 
have to give the devil his due. He is worthy of the actual match content of the main event. I'm not sure he's the draw that, that Gato seems to think he is. We'll see what happens. Um, but yes, we'll see what happens next. So, big announcements was a show in New York called Mur um, Murder on 44th Street, I think it was. And also, Royal Quest, obviously, was the big announcement in the semi-finals. That's Royal Quest 1 and 2. But the major announcement was that Wrestle Kingdom is back to a day. Not two days. We have the return of New Year's Dash, which will probably be at Tokyo um, City Hall or Corican. Um, so it's gone back to the old format because clearly two days wasn't working. <laughs> you were getting 45,000 people one day and 25,000 people the next. Well, why not try and pack them all into 65,000 for one day? So, yes, that makes a lot more sense and... Um, means you're going to get bigger crowds for sure um, but yeah it just it, it, it feels better put it that way and I think the the two-day main event things are best stayed for things like Royal Quest where you're going on tour um, the two, two days of Wrestle Kingdom was never a bad thing it just didn't gel the way it should have done it didn't feel right so those are the big announcements but of course you've got lots of things to talk about Okada is the G1 Climax champion once again. He will face JY if he's still champion come Wrestle Kingdom. What do we do with NATO, who still has that dream of, an, of a Wrestle Kingdom championship? What do we do with um, Tanahashi? He seems to be going for Carl Anderson. David Finley seems to be going for Will Ospreay. Tama Tonga for um, JY. All the championship slots seem to be lining up nicely. And there's lots of narrative coming out of this G1. Um which is nice to see, which is really what the whole thing's about. You know, it's about pushing stories forward. And Akada winning his fourth one equals um, Masachono, who was sat ringside. That is really cool. And they had a really cool moment with that, the presentation of that. But yeah, and that's that. That is the end of today at the G1 Climax. I hope you've enjoyed my week with you. Um, I am going to put this up today. I've got one more show to go up for tomorrow. Um, and I'm off on holiday for four days of relaxation, three days of running around and relaxation at my own pace. So I hope you enjoy yourselves. Take care, and I'll speak to you soon. Bye. <laughs>